Truck Jewels. Like. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B. On the side of me, rocking that ill ass flash shirt. I actually have to give much respect because <laughs> you somehow managed to match the shirt, the headband, and the lipstick. Matte lipstick all day, looking good on you. Baddest B in the room, Shayna. Suck. And I, I, I do realize that usually means more when we have like five or six people in here. You are, I you are only. Know. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's okay. I'm not so taking awesome. anything away from you. Always hardcore. Always well informed. And dude, we have an awesome show to be well informed about tonight. Today, you know what I mean. Uh, we are talking about the hustle, which is actually a remake of one of my all-time favorite movies. Which in itself was a remake. Yeah, of a, I always forget that. Uh, yeah, um, but no. Also, it's the hustle starring Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway taking on the uh, roles originally portrayed, or at least originally for us portrayed by Michael by Michael Caine. Michael Caine and Steve Martin. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Uh, but now we'll let you all know how that panned out in a minute. Also, do. Uh, this comic LaGuardia. Mm -hmm. Yo, I was really excited to check yeah, out like, is, a black It's, it's kind of super on the nose. So, oh, you, 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 all that subtext that had the subtlety of a, uh, that a had a, the, the, the subtlety of a freight train <laughs> hitting you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I get what they mean. I'm like, I don't think it's that. I wish there was more. Like, I, I wish there was more, honestly. Well, Just... I mean, well, I mean, no, think about the production values and stuff. They, It's a four-issue run, a comic run that's actually still running right now. You can catch the last issue. You can find on, like, Comixology or any place you get your comics online. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. It's LaGuardia, black produced that comic about um, immigration mm. and it's, it's, alien plant life. It's very... Yeah, uh, you, who are you pointing at? The camera's over no, here. No, it just knows. No, no, I, I know, but like, are you doing well, the camera? Well, because if I did it front like, ways and look weird, it's, uh, so, I, so you don't think I'm like trying to stick my finger on my nose, I'm saying it's on the nose. Okay, cool, cool. You realize, it's you realize like the camera's up there, though. Yeah, but I keep turning to look at you. I know, when you tell you. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, I'll, I'll, I will stop making fun. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and also, dude, not to be outshined, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is Season back. Two. Season 2. And now, Season this is 3 one. is on the way. Okay, see, that I'm not surprised about. The way they ended this. Okay, is this like this just gonna be a thing? I've noticed, I don't know if there's Netflix shows in general, but mm. the next season, they'll have one season, and the next season is shorter. Oh, the half this is shorter stuff. than the previous season. Yeah, the previous season was ten episodes, and mind you, technically we say season two. Technically, this is just part the two, part two of, of season, season one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they did have the in between the Christmas special in between. I did not see the Christmas. Special. Oh wait, yes I did. Huh. Yes I did see the Christmas special. Um, I didn't think about that. That's that's a very Doctor Who type release schedule. Yeah, okay. I, I don't mind it. It's just mm -hmm. okay. I do kind of like that it doesn't give you too much, so when you marathon it, it's like, one, you can marathon it in one day, oh, absolutely. which is nice, absolutely. and two, what you call it, um, it's not as heavy to if you need to go and um, recap. If uh, you, okay, that's you fair. Know. No, that that's fair. Um, it is hard to pick up. Well, well let's say this, this for the actual review review. We're talking about Sabri The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, yeah. uh, Season 2, which is technically Season 1, Part, part two. 2. Uh, but they've revealed a lot of new stuff in this, and I'm actually jazzed to get back into it, because if you recall, Season 1 wasn't my favorite. Mm -hmm. Did Season 2 turn Pat around? We'll find out after this. Um, no, I want to talk about The Hustle, because yeah. you want to give our listeners a quick breakdown of what Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is about. Alright, well, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels was a... I should call it comedy with Steve Martin and Michael Caine. Came out, what, 82? 82. Movie as um, old as me. Came out in 82. It was about... Michael Caine played a very posh um, conman, and Steve Martin's character played a slightly more on-the-ground, grassroots kind of conman. He was a brash... Well, he, yeah. Uh, um, Blue-collar. He was kind of your typical, like, brash American. Mm. But, um... And they meet each other, and Michael Caine decides to teach him how to be the kind of con man that he is. Yes. And then they have essentially a competition of cons throughout the movie to prove who's better. Very, one thing um, you forgot, or maybe you just haven't got to it. I'm sorry. Which you go all the while. There's a under there. Well, there's a subplot mm -hmm. all the while of a even bigger con man who is arriving in their 
what you call general vicinity mm -hmm. and they don't want him stealing their shine and <laughs> oh man sorry i'm thinking about that yeah. <laughs> okay no here, here, here's the thing you didn't forget but it's it's one detail but, that i don't think it's a spoiler but it's, it's something very poignant each of them secretly thinks the other, other. is that big con man oh uh, yeah, yeah like they're trying to figure out if they're because it's like, I think, but let me see if this, you know, if they beat me, then they must be them. Mm -hmm. So essentially they have a good out for why they would lose anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it's like <laughs> playing that. That's some, sour grape, that's some sour grape stuff. It's like, it's like, yeah, I know they got the better of me, but only because they, yeah, you know, so. because they are the great one. And <laughs> yeah. if it had been anyone outside right. of one. Well, like naturally, that. I mean, I'm saying. And the reveal yeah. of the, the, the big bad comment is the, one of the best parts. Of this movie, um, of that movie, yeah, yep. like, and now we're talking about the hustle starring Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson, which is actually a remake, a gender swap remake mm -hmm. of the story of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, the story of two con people who one is essentially invading the other one's territory, territory. and they each have misconceptions about the level of con person um, that they're up against. Uh, to, I, I want to say to hilarious results, that's the really corny way to put it, Hi, Jinx but I mean, honestly, the original movie is one of my favorites no, for it's, reason. And it's, a, it's a good movie, like, absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's really, it's, it, I mean, uh, if you are a fan of Steve Martin at all, or if you're familiar with Steve Martin at all, like, that was definitely during some of his heyday, like, oh, some yeah, of his yeah. best movies came out during that point, mm -hmm. and, uh, The Jerk, oh, I love The Jerk, The Jerk, The, the, the Jerk is problematic now. No, but I don't think it's it was, problematic. Oh, that is problematic. How? From it's line hilarious. one, my man. I start my life as a poor black child yeah, in the South. I, yeah, that's why it's funny because he's white and he doesn't know he's white. Mm, and when his family tells him mm, that he is white, he's like, you mean I'm going to stay this color? And I'm like, even today, to me, that's funny. I don't yeah, care what you uh, all right, <laughs> You've got a very different type of sense of humor. I think people this are too movie, sensitive sometimes. Well, this movie takes place uh, in modern day. But in the same type of um, in the same type of scenarios, you have the upscale con, the upscale mm -hmm. con artist versus the uh, the, um, the the lowbrow blue collar con mm -hmm. artist, played by Rebel Wilson. Who uh, at the start of this picture, dude, I was I was I was worried because um, the movie eventually like picked up in my opinion, but it starts off that first ten minutes is just like every stereotypical bad reviewed Rebel mm. Wilson performance all lumped into one. It's like she's pulling like these uh 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 these random uh slapstick pratfall fat jokes and then I'm sorry my big butt got in your way. I'm just gonna move around but first do you wanna have sex? No because I'm so fat, excuse me, what I'm like, <laughs> what is this? What the hell is this? And I thought I walked into the wrong movie for a minute. And it's like, that's the type of stuff, like, Rebel Wilson's an acquired taste. I'm going to say that much. I actually like her. I, for the most part, find her funny. She does have her moments with me where I'm mm. like, okay, you're you're crossing into cringe. Because I just don't really like cringe humor. Because mm. if it makes me go, mm, I'm not laughing. <laughs> well, it, uh, I, 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 it takes a lot to, to, to really, like, you know, to stick through those uh, moments. Because, yeah, you're right, cringe... It's not like, funny to some people find it funny. I, I I don't. I don't dig it either. But it's but there's a lot of that in the first mm -hmm. ten minutes, and it's not uh, like it's something they have to get out of the system. There was no real reason for it. I think it's just to establish her character mm -hmm. as there is no like class or prestige in her approach. Yeah. I think that I, and this is me guessing. This is me speculating. I don't have any hard evidence besides the fact that it's in the movie. Uh, as to why they would have all that. But then again, that's Rebel Wilson's style of comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't say that's just the writing because she's done several of these types of roles before. So that almost turned me off. I watch her this. TV show. <laughs> okay, you know what? I will say she has her moments. I didn't watch the TV show, but I'm remembering her as like Fat Amy in the, um, Which in the, I thought in she was the funny Perfect series. In that. Like, I did like that. Yeah, you know, no, she's done like very decent work. Uh, it's just, it's hit or miss. And yeah. I thought, I, I thought I for the first few minutes this would be a complete miss. And then we meet Anne Hathaway. You gotta love Anne Hathaway. Uh, yeah, she's not bad. Like, this movie throws a. It, this movie is definitely aware of the original Dirty Rotten Scoundrels mm -hmm. of the Steve I Martin Michael Which I think is kind of important. Like when you make remakes, I'm not saying that. Oh my God, you have to pay all this homage to. No, but 
the gentle nod is appreciative. Okay, like, yes. I like the gentle nod. Like, I feel like every time a remake has pulled that gentle nod off decently, I'd be like, you'll see it and you'll be like, okay. And that's fine. It, it does. The ghost of the previous version does not have to take over the movie, but it's nice to have Halo. Well, no, I dig that Hat too. Tip. And oddly, oddly enough, later on, we're talking about um, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which does do that at a several lot. points. Yeah. But in this picture, in The Hustle, um, they're they they're going out of their way to show they're well aware of the uh, of the Steve Martin Michael Caine mm. movie it's based off of, and then they do something different. They use it almost as a device. The first time you see it, it seems tedious. Every time after that, though, it's kind of like, oh, I get it. I'm in on the joke now. Mm -hmm. The first time was ham-fisted, but I mean, you were still trying to find your sea legs there. And after, because the first, I mean, the first time we meet Anne Hathaway, that's a direct. That's a direct nod to an exact scene, and then they... Did they, they meet the same one on the train? Uh, no, 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 no. Overhearing um, each other? No, no, at, at, the, uh, at the casino table. Oh. And they do like a, they do like a, it's almost like an M. Night Shyamalan twist in that moment. I'm like, this seems like it's in the wrong movie, but I mean, I get why they did it. And it's one of those things that also nearly turned me off this movie. And I keep emphasizing nearly turned me off. Like it's just, because, the, just walking that knife's edge there. Yeah, because I ended up liking, like really liking the rest of this movie once I realized that, okay, they're done with the direct nods and homages to mm, the original it's movie. It's just on with the story. Yeah, it's like they, that stuff they had to get out of the way. And then I, 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 I get it, you know, I mean, it is that it is that same story. But they weren't like so hard and fast doing everything. But now we're doing with chicks instead of dudes. You know, it's I like mean, I don't know. I always was, thought women made mm, better nice con men anyway. Of course you would. I mean, I'm not. It I'm makes not. Sense. I'm not taking anything away from women. No, no, no. I'm just, I just I'm think just it saying makes that, sense. Women, that assumption, like what right you off call the bat, it, are easier to come off as non-threatening than men. And that too is a is a big plot point in this movie where they come out and say it. <laughs> They come out and say it, both of them from different points of view, which is one of also, the things that makes this really unique. Act like dudes don't think with lower parts of their bodies, and they yes, see they do. when a woman does certain things. So it's, it's no, I no, I like, I like, I like. I'm glad that you said that because that is the exact attitude that Anne Hathaway has in this, where she you like a lot of her. They, they 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 give credence, they give um, purpose mm -hmm. for a lot of their approaches to con artistry. The artistry of the call. Oh, it is um, an art. And Anne Hathaway's thing is, uh, she believes that uh, men like to play the hero. Mm -hmm. So she puts her herself in situations where she finds these men that really need that, and uh, and makes them seem like the hero. And then where the con comes in is then when she re when she makes them realize that well, basically her cons have an agenda. I don't want to give mm -hmm. too much away because I might go into spoiler territory. And Rebel Wilson's approach is. No, men um, are just horrible people. Not even the ones that need to play the hero because they need to feel like they're doing good. But no, they're, no, her thing is they're all just bad. But she'll give them benef the, benef the benefit of the doubt. And when she uh, realizes that, when, if she realizes that, oh, they're not as horrible as I initially assumed, then she'll stop the con right there. She also emphasizes, however, that is her hard and fast rule. But she's never had to stop a con. Oh, so what? So what's that? Yeah. So it's like the movie definitely has that, and it uses both of those ideals mm -hmm. uh, to effect. When I heard that, when I heard them say that, I'm like, huh, okay, I see what I'm in. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's good because I realized something about myself too. I'm very prone to those judgments, which makes me an imperfect man myself. Yeah. But it's like this is a movie. That it's written for a purpose. It's written to convey a story, and these are the devices that get you there. And as you get to know Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson, which I also realized, Anne Hathaway is about my age. <laughs> I'm used to. I remember Anne Hathaway is like the Princess Diaries, I do. and um, um, uh, what's what's the what's the movie with her and Meryl Streep? Oh, um, Devil Wears Prada. Thank you, The Devil Wears Prada, where she's the young. Um, uh, uh, not, un not, not really worldly, mm. um, uh, trainee. She's the glorified trainee in some world that she doesn't, ex doesn't expect because she's just a little girl that they threw into an adult world and it doesn't dawn on me. Yes, she was, but that was 20 something years, years ago. ago. She's, and now in this one, a lot of the comedy comes from 
uh, Rebel Wilson uh, identifying that, okay, so, yes, I'm the young con artist. I'm the young, fresh-faced con artist, and you're the seasoned, older woman who's still working the con, so what does that say about you? And it's like, Anne Hathaway, I've never really considered her as the older woman. She technically she no she not in technically that is. situation. She I don't know is. if it's makeup in this or what. No, she's just, but no, 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 what I'm getting. At, I don't know if it's the makeup they put her in or they took her out of or whatnot. But you can actually see the wrinkles on her. Well, I mean, she's and like almost what she like down at forty. Now. I know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not denying this. <laughs> I what do, I'm but we don't is, think about it. No, you don't think about this. And I went in this not thinking about it until Rebel Wilson really emphasized it as part of her character, and then you see it on her face in several of these scenes. And then it dawns on me, oh, that that's a lot of the story coming through. And in the old movie, Steve Martin doesn't really look like that different in age. Well, that's because he's had gray hair since he was 20. I know. But in this picture, that's played a lot better than it was. probably is younger than Michael Caine. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what it comes down to is this movie's gotten a lot of negative press. And I think it's because a lot of folks aren't taking those issues into account. And mm -hmm. that first 10 minutes is rough to get through. And it's supposed to display a more sympathetic side to uh, Rebel Wilson's younger con artist, but all it does is serve to turn you off to Rebel Wilson. And then when they have, when she has the meeting on the plane, that's like a very famous scene in the Michael Caine Steve uh, Steve Martin mm -hmm. uh, scene. They do it for much more of a comedy effect, and that's what turned me around on this. It's like, in that scene, in the original movie, it's just like, oh, this is purely informational, and now we start the story. In this, it was, oh, this is where the real comedy comes in. And they stopped doing all that weirdo, uh, pointless, cringeworthy, slapsticky, you know, uh, uh, fat humor stuff, and start getting into some actual clever comedy. And that's when the movie takes off. I, I, ironically enough, the movie takes off on the plane. The plane. I, I get it. I, 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 I'm aware of what I just <laughs> I said. Think, but yeah. that's where it comes in, where it's just like, it's a scene that looks stereotypically like, oh, this is going to be this level of cringe. Mm, okay, just steal myself and get ready for it. But that's and not it what they gave out, you. No, it actually turns out to be one of the funnier... Uh, one of the funnier comedy scenes where they convey the information, but they also give you like the sense of the the style of the sense of comedy that's going to be carried for the, throughout the rest of this movie. And it's after after the fact when you realize when you learn that after the credits roll and you walk out, mm -hmm. it's like that's the point that's actually the most refreshing. Because mm -hmm. from then on, the gags are clever and amusing. And you can stop, you really need to force yourself to stop expecting, if you're familiar with the story, to mm. stop expecting every beat well, that Dirty Rotten Scoundrel hit, hits because they wrote different scenes. Yeah, like, that's what I hate about remakes sometimes, it's just... When they go beat for beat? Yeah, like, unless you were making a shot-for-shot shot remake, yeah. like, that movie Affair to Remember, right. like, legit, they made one version and it made another version like three years later and it was a shot for shot remake and that's some bull stuff man because i don't know no. who got i don't know who got backhanded in this but yo when rebel wilson steps off that plane she is a different person she is a con artist who now has an agenda there are machinations and mind you she's still goofy because she has to be her no, but no. now she's goofy with some actual purpose. sense and purpose yes and when ann hathaway retaliates I like how they set up, and uh, and Michael Caine had that town in the palm of his hand, mm -hmm. and I like how they set up that Anne Hathaway doesn't, but she has some agents in the right place Places. that's working for her. Yeah. There's a scene where oh. when she hires the the the, the attractive people to distract uh, Rebel Wilson's character, mm -hmm. it's not like you know she got some she got some buxom ladies that are coming to party. Yo, these random brothers come up with like gold chains and stuff. It's like we got money, we going to party, baby. You in? Oh, uh, let's do it. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is this movie? What 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 twist did this <laughs> I just take? Sounded kind of fun right there. I yeah, no, I'm like, yo, these brothers come on some some I don't know some Ethiopians or whatnot. They got uh, Jamaicans. They got accents. They got open shirts on. It's like they go into a Sean Paul show. Like, mm, and they're just these dark skinned brothers. The movie's not afraid of like that interracial relationship experience there. I mean, that's the these days. Yeah, but it's just like it's just like okay, these brothers approach Rebel Wilson, and it's like you, it's just sploosh, like right. And I'm just like. 
okay, I did not expect the movie to go, because it's like, it's these two white car artists taking uh, advantage of, like, rich foreigners and Ducatis, and, and you know, mm. and, and the whole thing's set in Europe, it's like, okay, this is going to be that same, uh, yeah. for lack of a better word, uh, uh, way of saying it, the same Lily White I mean, uh, uh, presentation of a story, which may be funny, but it's also going to have a certain aesthetic, and no, the second I saw those brothers, I was like, oh. this is different. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and Anne Hathaway has like these people in her employ, where it's like there's a whole new character introduced. Who I won't say who it is because that'd be a spoiler. Yeah. But a new character is introduced, so it's not going exactly by the beat for beat. And I'm like, I was I was impressed. I was surprised and impressed, which is the thing that got me. And the only part after that that kind of turned me off was mm-hmm. when they they have the end reveal that's such a big part of the original. Where it's like, there's another character we thought we knew, and then it turns out we didn't. Um, when they do that, they real this 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 character really hams it up the whole time. They've given a great performance, a great uh, like subdued performance, and then this last part is like really like not just over the top, mm-hmm. but like someone put a rocket pack on this motherfucker and, and just like you know zoom. Stratus, they're floating like dead in space right now because there's no atmosphere. That's how over the top it went. Okay, it's just like you know they overshot that. Mo- that they're 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 heading for the sun. Mm-hmm. Someone's playing a Smash Mouth song in the background for no reason. Okay, that's what that's that's where that's where this went. And I'm just like, you ha- you you were doing so good. You know, it was mm-hmm. solid. And then even when you got here, it was such an interesting lead in to this. And then you didn't just like tip your hand. You there's there, you set up some dominoes and like cascaded this over a cliff. But I like good you know? um, foreshadowing. It, it, it's good. not just for. I mean, I'm I, all I'm saying is it's like it went from like really cornball start, which is just mm-hmm. like shaky, to they got their sea legs, and it was just a good, funny ass story. Like, sincere moments. What was an homage to the original film was dope. Mm-hmm. What what was new was clever. And the tweaks they made, it wasn't just depending on, well, you know, it's gender swap, so we got to do this instead. It's like, no, it was cleverly presented, and it wasn't just to say, oh, we'll see the differences between now we're women now. It's, no, we did a completely unique approach to this part of the story that you're familiar with. Yeah, there's so many things you can add because it's legit 30 years later. No, no, I know. And (laughs) what I'm saying is they did, and so much of that was good. Mm. That I feel that that very end that very end twist cheapened it. Ah. You know that's what I'm getting at. It's just like it so was. You feeling even though the twist was in the original movie. Yeah. You're like maybe we could have lived without it. Yeah. No. It, it became a cartoon. Ah. Uh, you know, and that that's the problem. It's just like it starts off where you're like, oh, they they are doing that because I I didn't so think maybe, they would. Maybe do it's it. a tonal thing then. Maybe. Mm, maybe. Like you know maybe because it's just like it seems for a minute like they're not gonna do it. And if you're if you're familiar with the original story, then you know what we're talking about. But it seems like they're not going to do it, which would itself be a, a, a completely unique approach to it, it because be. they're still ending on a funny note, and there's some jokes there. Mm. And I'm like, oh damn, they do that's really bold. But I like this too. Okay, cool. And then when you see they are doing it, they're like, oh, and they are. Okay, bonus. And then you're watching it happen, and then it just keeps going, mm. and getting more and more extreme. I'm like, what is this? Like what? What are you? What are you doing? You had me, and you lost. It's like, oh, you had your shot to be a hero, and you blew it. The trip you know this? Fine. Yeah, this this was the Anakin. Don't do it. I got the high ground scene. Okay, that was just still a silly scene. Yeah, this was where's Padme? No, this was one of those. <laughs> I'm getting a little extreme in this. All I'm saying oh, is, Jesus. the movie is the hustle. She ain't about to kill herself. Don't do it. Yeah, no, I keep hitting the lever. Yeah, what are you chair. doing over? You don't. How? Yo, how old are you? You still don't know how to use chairs. <laughs> Come on. I hear every time I move my leg back, I hit the lever. The extremity of the hustle has caused you to lose like, look, like, we're almost, function of your limbs. We're almost still the same height and I'm on a platform. Exactly. And you're, you're not. You're welcome because it's level on camera. <laughs> Alright, but no, the movie is The Hustle is starring Anne Hathaway, Rebel Wilson. It's a um it's a pretty good uh uh re re remake um and i mean almost borderline reimagining because they do enough differently in this uh that it's its own story but still have those homages to the original i actually really like this it's getting a lot of like 
mixed uh, reviews from critics, but this is <laughs> this, this, would, but. this is a thumbs up for me, and that's despite I, I will I have to add the caveats that the first ten minutes is it's 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 a slog. It's a... You got to get through it, and then that very ending, which I won't spoil, but that very ending that. That messed with me because I was, uh, I'm familiar with the original and I know, I know what they were doing. Yeah. If you're not familiar, then it might just seem like, well, this movie got a little heavy handed at the end and what end. it was trying to do. But I mean, I guess it's just the way they are. It's like, if you know the original, it's like, no, they, mm. I don't know, somebody was drunk when they, when they wrote this last bit. But it's no. still a thumbs up. It's called The Hustle. It's in theaters now. Yo, check it out. Um despite that but yo Shayna okay we got to read a comic yes we did yes bl pr black produced yes. by Ndeki um and I don't have the damn thing in front of me which I meant to but I don't the last name but uh it's called it's LaGuardia do you want to tell oh, no I'll look it up you want to tell, <laughs> tell our listeners what LaGuardia is about right. please. um LaGuardia is a comic it must sit here look all rude it, on camera it is uh. set present time right yes oh okay. uh, no 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 no, no it's, it's future it's set in the future like how far though it that's is, what i missed it's set like maybe 10 20 years in the okay, future so it's not super in the future no so not, not, not not like blade runner so the starting um, event you know. happens like now and then we fast and it's like fast forward kind of situation kind of yeah okay. like because they don't show it they say it it's like in the yeah it's it's a it's, it's, a, a, it's a bit of a plot dump in the beginning but that's not really a problem it's a mechanic they use that i guess would be clever if it was a film would be clever if yeah. we were more tolerant, but I thought it was kind of silly myself. Not gonna lie. Go ahead. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Right, the, how, how we actually got the story oh, of it's it's essentially yeah. written on an iPad. Yeah, it was it like was, it's a tablet that just you know what? I thought I thought I thought if, it was hopeful. if it was like a um, multimedia situation, it would remind me of how they did the um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, like how it would have okay. the breaks and explain shit. Mm -hmm. And this to me seems like if it was like a TV show or a movie, that's how they would do it too. Like they would stop, yeah. explain this little thing, and gone. Um, or you know, you know what other movie did the uh, Big Short? Oh, you're right. They did that too. Yeah. Um, All right, but we're talking about Laguardia. Yeah. Um, but... by Neddy by Neddy Neddy. It's hard to say those names and get them like Neddy uh, Okorafo. Um, oh, they're oh, are they Nigerian. Why. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that, that's, that's, that, that's, why that's why it was so hard. Okay, so yeah. essentially, aliens. N N E I D. N N E I D. E D I. That's that's why I gotta pronounce it that way. Yeah. So, so so story is this: mm -hmm. um, aliens land on Earth and decide to um, set up shot in Nigeria because they actually land like off the coast of Nigeria yes. and. Then, what you call it, the Nigerian country kind of decides to welcome them and they come and they, what you call it, start living amongst the people mm. and sharing culture and technology. Which I do like too. I appreciate that. Essentially they... making Nigeria into Wakanda. I wouldn't go that far, but no, you're, you're right. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, definitely boosting like the economy and exports yeah, and such. No, yes. And like giving them like but... advanced technology. Like, yeah, I, yeah I'm saying, but. I'm not saying. Exactly, but Wakanda like. Okay, all right, all right. Well, no, we'll, we'll take that. We'll take that. Yeah, like and I'm I, not. I'm just correlation, not mm. same thing. And I do like that the story had them landing in Nigeria, where it's like, okay, you're looking for a planet somewhere in the cosmos to land and I... communicate with the people and talk, but you don't know anything about this place. Are you gonna choose some offshoot? You know, uh, like or choose the, the largest landmass on Earth? Yeah, what I'm getting at is, I'm glad it's not like New York again. You know, new. it's always yeah. new. It, every other story, it's where well, we landed in New York. It's like really that one mm, small place. It's not even like the biggest place in the state. It's because, always Manhattan. But because the port used to be there, and that's where immigrants came in yeah. at. Well, yeah, yeah, Island. to us. If you're from some other, I mean, planet, not yeah, us personally, but they know what we mean. Not even <laughs> us. Yeah, every what I'm getting other at is, I'm glad this people, wasn't New York. We, we we came a different way. That's all I'm saying. Oh man. <laughs> Message. Um, right, no, what, I what mean I'm, the comic message. What I'm what I'm saying is I'm glad it was New York. They land yeah. in Nigeria and what's it called? What's it called? Promotion of cross culture experience. Like apparently them coming to Nigeria makes Nigeria a better place. Yes. Like um, let's say Nigeria isn't a good place. Actually, one of the wealthiest places in Africa. Mm -hmm. That's not the point. But um, <laughs> and in the world. But um, but 
it does elevate the entire populace and gives them more access to different kinds of technology makes their lives better because they start like melding earth technology with the alien te- like it all becomes very cohabitated yeah and i like the way they show this too because they show the different types of aliens that are uh in the society mm-hmm. that are in society now and the movie the movie the book takes place uh uh several years later where yeah, uh they the fully yeah they it's not new anymore they fully acclimated to living in society, living with people, and people are used to living with them, mm-hmm. they're used to living with us, and the world has progressed. Are you we, the, that we, yes we, and no. Well, well, what I'm saying is, um, life has gone has on, where it's not like, this is this is day two. No, this mm-hmm. is several years later, where we're aware these things are, they're not shocking anybody mm-hmm. by showing up at your doorstep, you know? know? So now, this is taking place after a uh, migration several of several people and several aliens are going elsewhere in the world and that's where the story comes in yes so ultimately like the big one of the very first panels that you um that's in the story mm-hmm. is essentially that you meet a professor from a college in nigeria mm-hmm. and what you call it he goes and it's funny the first thing they show you is him watering his plants on his yard and then there's an empty pot that says futures plant mm. and it wait does that mean the a plant that's going to be there in the future <laughs> well explain that in a minute uh-huh. um and what you realize is that future is his fiance and yeah. she's left and he doesn't know where she is mm. um and that she's part, very very pregnant that part was kind of sad when you when you see like the when you when you see like the little transcript of the message he left her mm-hmm. you know it's like it's like hey when to text but back I'm, when i think back oh, i realize she? why she might have left yeah. not that she didn't love him but i think they may have had some ideology differences absolutely and they they, um, they, 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 they this this book did an okay job of presenting the rest of the world issues. I, I I would have liked to have seen. I understand why they only showed a certain amount. I would have liked to. Uh, I would have liked to have seen. <laughs> no, I would have liked to have seen uh, a little more about like the politics going on in the world and the struggles where those came from and such. I mean, you I a lot know. is left to the imagination because I, there's only a certain amount of book to work with. Fair enough, but I don't really think imagination is really necessary here. It's exactly what happens in the real no, world. I, no, Every time I, I, there's I know, a large um minor a large chunk of a min- what will become a minority in a new area. Mm-hmm. Like every time you have large groups of people leaving one place and going somewhere else, mm-hmm. the reception they get when in their new home is almost always um kind of viscerally unpleasant yeah but the books the book's showing like protests the book's showing like um uh, oppression from authorities and i want to know were there initial events that caused this misunderstandings or is it just general bigotry and the book is a little ambiguous about uh that on both sides because it's not the story of society it's the story of uh laguardia in society yeah yeah but it's just it presents a cool world. It's like it basically it leaves me with questions about well, what else is going on here? Because dude, I want to know, and that's a good way to present a story. It's gonna it's gonna inspire you to read on if you're into the story that you finish reading there. Um, I'm just a little bummed that they they only have four issues to tell all that because yeah, I kind of wanted to know. Yeah. What was your take? What were your impressions there? I other than the fact that it's very politically on the nose as far as it's correlate it's real life correlations yeah, all the subtlety of a mac truck oh on this so movie. much yeah. but i you know so I, I feel like we had this particular same dis- way. you're getting it yet you're getting it yet Some i feel like here. we had the same discussion we were talking about the naked eye yeah but oh this, yeah we did didn't we yeah that maybe sometimes people need a heavy-handed message for them to understand the correlation maybe but naked eye presents it in a different way naked eye comic.com check it out um, well i mean it's hardest in the very first issue and they're just like all right they're because they're setting up the world and it's not that dissimilar from our world like would we treat aliens from outer space the way we treat people we call aliens from other countries mm-hmm. and probably um if we didn't if we weren't worried about them like blowing us up we probably would like 
Ultimately, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So you you would maybe. I'm not me. I've but... seen enough sci-fi where it's like, yo, these mothers come to my doorstep. I'm the most cordial, friendly. Well, do you remember that show? If I don't have a glass of water ready to go, do you, you know, I don't know what kind of power they wielding. Have you seen how they blew up in the, the White House in Independence no. Day? You know what it reminds me. Or how of? they showed video of how they blew up the White House in that Independence yes, Day parody movie. They blow up the White or House. Or how they blew up or, the White House or, and or Congress. Or how, how about the Golden Gate in, Bridge? In, in, or... in Mars Attacks. They laughed at our nuclear bombs. They inhaled, well, they they inhaled them like, like helium balloons. Like, oh, nice. Exactly. No, like, I am friends. You know they get this... high off our milk, Shayna. Okay, see, this is this goes... Yeah, so I was really about to say that. No! Yes! Thank you! <laughs> thank you! Finally, Shayna sees my side. So LaGuardia... I was gonna say <laughs> that it's right. like alienation because... Think about how racist Earthlings were to the aliens in that show. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, once they weren't a threat, then they treated them like any immigrant. Yeah. Well, that, that's a good point that the book does make. And the thing is, amidst all that, it's a good story. I was surprised, too, because it's it, it being an indie book. It's one of those ones where, you know, it could be hit or miss. You know, I mean, the you art, take it or leave yeah, it. like, the art's really good. Okay, talk about the artwork, good. then. Tell me about the artwork. Um, no, it's, mm, it's not... Not like photorealistic, but it is a decent. Not well, it's what you call it. All the characters proportionally are very realistic, and I do appreciate how that everybody has their own like independent, different look. There's lots of considering this is a um comic done by a person of color, yeah. like they made sure that the people of color that you met look like individuals because sometimes, yeah, if, they, they if, they, if, they, if they're white, if they're black, if they're Asian, if they're green. Yeah. No. Yeah. Little thing in the story there. Okay. Well, the actual story itself. We talked a lot about the society. We talk, We just talked about the artwork, but the story yeah. itself is. Uh, I like the pacing mm -hmm. on it. It's a little back and forth, which works better for movies than it does for books like this, because they're they're painting I mean, her background before we get to meet her. Yeah, yes. And I think they should have gone the opposite direction. But then again, I'm just that's that's just how stories make more sense to me. Uh, I like the story of Laguardia, which to tell you her story itself. The most we can say is um, she's this person who was with this college professor. She's a physician who has experience with these aliens, and she's uh, emigrating to America with a friend. Yeah. And I don't want, I would saying any more than that be spoiler? Not really. Good. I okay. mean, you right. it, they introduced this character on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> like their name is right but there. But in the story, I feel like I feel like it. Was... I think it's more important, like what happens to them later. Okay, I okay, think. no, you're right, you're right, um, and and also the effect that these aliens are having on people, which they did we didn't know for a long time, but until we start seeing hints of uh, in uh, in her in her husband or her partner. Yeah, her fiance. Yeah, that was that was that was that was the thing that kind of took me by surprise. The every time, thing? Yeah, yeah, every time we see stuff like that, I mean, all I can think of is like Prometheus, where it's like, oh. That's happening to your body. That's, ugh. But, I oh, mean, okay. I guess okay, it begs the question of whether or not when you bring two different environments together, do they do, do they reject each other or do they... um Intermingle and yeah. assimilate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the thing is, it's just like, I think if you look at something like Prometheus, then you're looking at like a worst case scenario. And that ha this hasn't shown itself to be that yet, but the possibility is there, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like if I start seeing any green in my beard, I'm 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 I'm, I'm out. You, you can have it, you know. Mm, mm. But the book is called Laguardia. It's uh, by Nettie Okorafor. I got it that time. All right, and I want we didn't we didn't want to say too much. We actually didn't really say a damn I know, thing about this. You don't want to give it away. Like it's, it's an interesting tough, though, story. Because, yeah. Like, like you, we want to like we're mostly saying go read it because yeah, it's no, an this, interesting this, this, story. this is a thumbs up. This is absolutely yeah, no, a thumbs no, up. totally yeah. read it. It's really good. Um. What you call the art's great. Yeah. The story's interesting. And um, if you like um stories of a political nature, this is one. Yeah, we should only do like comic reviews of all like action stories. Cause then we can talk about stuff that goes down without spoiling. This I'll is do the, either This is like political intrigue and like, you know, uh, uh, uh like <laughs> like like race relations and we can't tell you anything without spoiling. 
because it's like every detail is the freaking story, story and it's all like the stuff that's gonna make you want to read it but... but it is it is good well it's well produced yeah it's well put together also i like seeing the different designs of the aliens mm-hmm. you know there are a lot of them are like plant-based and it's not like the same well yeah i got i got the little gray guy with big eyes mm-hmm. okay what about this one let's got the little green <laughs> guy with big eyes there is a scene in this that reminded me of something that i've seen happen in real life yeah. it, it's not a spoiler but it's when when she's coming through LaGuardia airport with the uh, little the little child grabs her hair and I go hmm yeah but okay to be fair <laughs> to, be, to be fair our audience would be like general folks you and I have a bit different okay uh, so the main character has on that. dreadlocks as both yeah, Pat and I have yeah um I have had people touch my hair one un uh, without asking as have many I. times I don't even and before I had locks I had um the the twist yeah, the outs twist. out mm-hmm. yeah I've had people walk up and just touch my hair and like literally pet me yeah, I don't dude that's it's it's, it's not okay it's, it's not it's okay never okay you're, you're molesting somebody yeah that is what you're doing. even Stop. in those situations where you ask permission it's still not okay it's still, yeah because you're you know? asking to pet a person think about that yeah you know what think happened to me once that. I'm at dinner with some friends right and I and I, I just randomly feel I'm I'm just there. We're in mid-conversation, and I randomly feel... Right? Yeah, and I'm like, what was, what was that about? And then I see the waitress walking off, just, like, looking kind of over her shoulder, and I'm like, it's, it's, excuse me, did you just... Did you just... Did you just pull my hair? And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I just... I wanted to see if it was real. Okay. I'm like, what? Whoa! Just oh! 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 oh. You know, yeah, and I, call, I called the manager. You better, you better goddamn believe. It's like your employee but, molested me. I don't appreciate it. Yeah, and she just walked by and thought it was okay to, like, grab my hair and just, like, give it a, give it a, give it a tug. Mm-hmm. And also, my, my question, I got so many questions. One of my main ones there is, okay, I guess, that, that's, that was your reasoning. What if it was fake? You just walk <laughs> out and you're hair. yanking things off of, <laughs> off of paying customers' heads? You know, seriously. Oh my God. I'm like, what what like, about that at all made you think it was okay? There, it's, yeah. it's never okay. So never don't okay. Ever do don't it. touch people's don't hair. Don't ask. Don't do it. Doesn't you want to know about are, black about, hair, uh, ask about black hair, but do not touch yeah. people's hair. I am not your pet. Don't pet me. <laughs> like, and for that matter, don't 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 pet other people's pets. Don't walk up and start yeah. petting the dog. Ask don't know permission what... first, please. And even then, expect to hear a no. Yeah, and accept that if it happens. Yes. Alright, we're gonna close out real quick with Dude, ed, uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Season 2. So, Pat, Actually, did, yeah. did it change your mind? Yo, you know what? It didn't fully change my mind. It warmed me a bit to this show. Because my whole beef was, it's the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm. I get it. It's a more horrific Yeah, and it does match with the comics. On, yeah, it matches with the current comics. Yeah. The original comics were still friggin' Archie comics. They just had a witchy friend. Well, you know? yeah, but look at the turn Archie comics have taken over the years. Yeah, so... Archie, but Archie comics did that to stay alive. Now Archie comics are fighting the Punisher. Now Archie comics are facing like the Predator. Cats are getting murdered left and right. Yes. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is following suit with giving a more horrific take, a more satanic take. Well, I mean, they're supposed to be witches. The... No, I, I know. So they're, they're going hardcore. Well, that's <laughs> one of the things that bothered me about the first uh, half of season one, where it wasn't just witches and it wasn't just like a horror-based story. They were really leaning into, well, because they're witches, they worship the devil. Because I mean, they're witches, they practice these blood rituals. There's cannibalism involved. They're kidnapping babies. They're all this stuff. And the thing is, as a story mechanic, it, it can be really good. And I, I thought that part was okay. But then when they really leaned into what seemed like to me every baseless stereotype of witches over the years like essentially the same hold on let me get it out the same stuff that witches were being falsely accused of during the salem witch trials and then most people weren't witches well no i know what i'm getting (laughs) at is that it was it was at its core um just propaganda used for the sole purpose of murdering uh, undesirables in society, and it seemed like this show was kind of giving legitimacy to that. Now that I've seen more of it, what I'm getting is, um, no, that's part of the lore, part of the fiction of this society, and it's using that just to tell this story. Mm-hmm. And eventually, when we actually see the whole season one, we see that's building towards the larger plot, which you don't really get in the first half no, of season one. It does so, motor towards the end. Though. Yeah, so it definitely took seeing the second half of season two to warm me to that. Now, as to whether or not um, season one. Total, 
uh, really won me over? Well, we'll get to that. Shana, give me your interpretation. Right, well, I was Keeping like, in mind how much time we have I left, know, too. We went, like, we went long on, so that, much. on that other one. So, yeah. um, so, I like the first half of the season. So, I was cool coming in. One, I've always been kind of into, like, occult. Okay. Like, stories of, you know, so it... I like dark. It's fine. Yeah, um, so I did like, I love, I, I will say I do love the h- hammered on the nose feminism in there. Like <laughs> Sabrina is such <laughs> a social justice warrior. Like they introduce a character who is just the, uh, the epitome of like, of like the villains in the me too movement. Like everything this dude stands for, that he's putting on paper as doctrine. Yeah, but and the thing is, is that you know people who think this way. Oh, absolutely, like, absolutely. Like he, what he, he does is... to Sabrina's aunt in this season, I was like, that is so jacked up. Yeah, but it they've fits... ta- they've like personified every description of like incels, Unpleasant. and gamergate trolls. I wouldn't even say incels. Just... Incel self hate. He doesn't hate himself. He thinks he's wonderful. Um, okay, you're he's, right. You're he's, right. You're he right. is he's, a he is toxic masculinity and misogyny. Better. Oh yeah, like they, in they, skin, that's what he they, is. They 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 somehow find a way to mold, bottle that, and and shape and it like a member and shape it like a yeah, like, a clergy like he's guy. everything that men would not like to attach yeah, themselves. Which made him a great villain, I think. Which made for a, a great villain oh, no. presentation. Because he really he believed was... it. He, I mean, but that's usually the thing about people like that. When they believe in their own superiority, mm-hmm. they go hard. And he does. One thing I really like about this season, though, is it shows how there's different characters along uh, that entire spectrum. Yes. Where it's like, there are people who we're supposed to like. They're good guys, but they still have some of those beliefs. They still yeah. carry that, and they struggle with it in the show. Yeah, and, and and it's not just one guy, so it's like the one that's struggling. It's several. several. So we see people we, go up. We see people... Event, I'm sorry, I don't mean... No, to no, 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 go ahead. <laughs> but it's like, we see people, we see people um, who are struggling with that go uh, end up on the falling on the wrong side. Sorry. And we see people... Who struggle with that falling on the right side, and it's like, and it's and it's also not just men. It's, it's not just men. Very and true. And people forget that, like, oh, when we talk about things like misogyny and to- toxic masculinity, yeah. the toxic masculinity, those mm. things infect women too. Yes, they do. It's yes, not they do. just us, because, I mean, it's like, it's kind of like in slavery, the slaves who told on ones who ran away. Yeah. There are women like that in this world, like who will be like the gatekeepers for misogyny for men mm. in like self-perpetuate these things in the female community yeah, like, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna spoil one thing real quick just because i think it added so much to the story mm-hmm. uh the first part of the season was uh the weird sisters were villains yes they were they were like the uh, the, the the bad witches that were constantly on sabrina's ass yeah. and by the end of the season it seemed like sabrina had joined with them like they had came around uh, i guess she's not so bad she can be one of us and then the end of that uh, the end of that first half of the season saw Sabrina basically joining up with them, and mm. they were tight. This season start this part starts off with them being friends, mm. and then there's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of like internal struggle yes. with Prudence, the main weird sister. I really like her. Yeah, I like her character transition. I think she was one of the strongest parts of yes. this season. And I think yeah, no, like she starts as this character who is filled with a lot of venom and a lot of like dislike and distrust. Yeah. Like she's a little racist. Um, but it's a but you can tell racist, you mean a lot in xenophobic. But yeah. but you can tell this is a learned behavior from someone else. Yeah. And the main villain, um, who we know as Father Blackwood, who was the guy we were talking about earlier. I love that they approached that, though. I um, love that they had that in there. And he's also her actual father. No spoilers on that, because yeah. that was last season. <laughs> no, that added to it. That added to a touch of like, and of not like, just her, but one of Sabrina's cousin. Who? Oh my God, I love Ambrose. Ambrose. Um, yeah, Amber, Ambrose is a, is a strong figure. I liked I him like in Ambrose. the first half of the season. I actually, so, <laughs> for. for he he's one of the ones that runs hot and cold in this. It's like I liked him, and then he'll say something, and I'm like, oh really? Yeah, you? you know what? And then you won't His like own... him, and then something will happen. You're like, oh, exactly. but I like him again, and then it's just like it's 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 a good balance. I'm very impressed by this. As as cold as I was on the first half of season mm. one, see for the, the second half, and here's the thing: I'm not in love with the story. But I'm in, uh, but I love how yeah it made me feel good and then bad and then good and then bad. I Sabrina's the friends, yeah, Sabrina's friends. They bugged the crap out of me in the first half. But in the second half, like them, no, they still bugged the crap out of me. But now I get why, and I'm like, oh, 
that's like actual good character progression yeah. and then I regression like the, the and then like one, change Theo. that's my favorite friend Theo, Theo, like Theo. Theo struggles were legit in this yeah no and I really yeah. like like he was the only one who never bothered me by their decisions I yeah, def say there was a moment well, where Harvey so and Ross depth. pissed me they off hard so much depth to these so the, 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 the supporting <laughs> characters are deep as oh my god are, I like, love the supporting characters the yeah. aunts are so good mm. um Hilda and Zelda I love yeah, them so Zelda, much Zelda bugged the crap out of me I like the turn Hilda makes in this mm -hmm. cause she's still Hilda but now she's Hilda that like does stuff yeah like you know, she's, yeah, she's this is asserting a herself up. a little bit this is a thumbs yeah, up yeah no, like, watch the show and the thing is it's not by no means is it my favorite show you know yeah. but 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 the fact that it's not is like why it. i'm giving it i think i like sabrina better and i liked umbrella academy and i liked oh, umbrella no, forget academy. Umbrella. but i what like this better umbrella. i'm about to fall out my chair you talking about umbrella academy why get that, you get like that umbrella mess out of here a mess out of here umbrella academy like, well, umbrella I, academy can sit and spin like well like okay. I mean, since we have like i'm correlating with another netflix show came yeah. out around the same time uh -huh. so like yeah no i i like this series but i'm actually more excited for the next season of this than i am of that like uh, I, i'll so... probably watch it it but uh, i'm yeah, more excited because you, you hate yourself you like father blackwood no, I'd hate uh, Father Black. I want to watch because no, you, you I want to see what like, happens with him. Because what happens yeah, with I want, I Prudence want, and Ambrose at the end? Yeah, I'm like, yo, march yo. on, my soldiers. I want, I want, I want to see Blackwood just like progressively fall down that pit in Mortal Kombat, just have, have him well, keep tumbling. I know, and hit the spikes on the way down. He's gonna have Mortal. a huge downfall like next he, oh, he, season. Oh, he better. Like, he, I, will I feel like our, his comeuppance come next season. All right, yo, you know what? You know what I just realized? The way we talking about this. This might have the potential if they play the cards right. If they if they continue the course they're on now mm -hmm. to have like the same like a, a Game of Thrones type effect on people because yo, I, like I said, I don't. This is not my favorite season. I, I I did not. I'm not into the characters in this. They bug me, but the story, like the progression, it's like it the just world? it irked like the hell out of me. Yeah, I'm still giving it a high thumbs up yeah, because like, it's like the emotional roller coaster. It it, it turns you it on. It gives you good emotional pathos. I will say yeah. that like the. I think it's just because the characters are good mm -hmm. and the people playing the characters are yeah. good. Like they're good at what they do. Like the yeah. girl who plays Prudence should sound like in, sound like that at nah. all in real life. I saw an interview with her recently and I was like, oh, well, you sound completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she she just she, she's she, very sweet she, sounding. She pulled the Jasmine guy on you, mm -hmm. where it's like Jasmine guy. Everyone knows her as Whitley, very very mm -hmm. posh, very upscale, very uppity and snooty. Yeah, then she then she comes up. Yeah, so when I was when I was playing, preparing for this role, what happened was you know yeah, you know, she, yeah she was no, good like, about that. I, there's so many characters I really like, and mm -hmm. how about the fact that Aunt Hilda has a sex demon for a boyfriend, and I um, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Um, so what Shane is seeing is. <laughs> Uh, Chilling Adventures of, of Sabrina, uh, so season one, Watch part it. two. I give it a thumbs up. Yeah, no totally. Yes, definitely check like, it out. Even my husband, who was not watching it, mm -hmm. walked in the room, sat down, and watched the entire rest of the season. With you me. got him! Oh, you got him! He didn't watch the first season with me. Tell me when he sat. Tell me when he sat down. You were, you under your breath was like, "Gotcha, bitch." <laughs> Yeah. I know. I, I just remember uh, turning around, looking at him. I thought you were about to leave. Uh, you got him. <laughs> Alright, this has been the Geek Down, and I've been Pat B. I want to thank you all for joining us for another awesome show. I want to thank, of course, Shayna! Hey. And I want to thank you, reminding you all you can catch us every week's, every week, every day. You can catch us all the damn time. But also, if you like what you heard on this show, hit us up, let us know, or you got a comment, or you criticism, you got something wrong, tell us. Hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, go to geek-down.com and catch all our reviews, all the information about us. You'll like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Find us on iTunes, on SoundCloud, uh, for, for our, um, on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter, at The Geek Down. On, uh, uh, Facebook is slash The Geek Down. And we all over the mother. I'll put up the links Everywhere. at the end of the show. Social media. Yeah, we'll catch you all next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Peace.